smaller than this. Like, this is gigantic. I'm so excited. And on that double entendre, it is time to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. We do it every Friday. Relax, maybe have an adult beverage, look back on the shows of this past week. Uh, we're on the morning show with 5 to 9 every morning on the arch, but this is where we can relax, maybe play some of our favorite parts and just a little behind the scenes, unregulated. Yeah. Maybe a few F or S bombs fly. It's fine. Well, cheers, Jonah. Tink, I have to say, um, something happened to me on Sunday that was... A stupid, stupid eye-opener. You and I and our sweeties went... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do a professional radio tease. Two things. Number one, we're getting to that weird, uh, awkward size queen thing that you talked about in the beginning of the show. Is it awkward? In a few seconds. It also combines with my skin-tight green spandex. Also, in about five minutes, uh, we're going to be joined. Another special guest, professional bull rider Brady Sims will be in studio because he is going to be uh, at the Unleash the Beast, talk about innuendo. Uh, we PBR can talk about that innuendo if you like. Event at Enterprise this weekend, so we'll get to him in a second, but I'm sorry, you realized something about yourself on Sunday, yes. Yeah, I had three drinks on Saturday night, and it was over Sunday. It ruined my day. <laughs> I could barely get out of bed. My fiance was visiting, and all I did was take a shower and then put my pajamas back on. So, I don't know what my problem is. Well, listen, I'm going to say something that you're probably going to at least internally roll your eyes at, because it's one of the most obvious things in the world, but I swear to God, man... It's water, like. But I drank water that but, night. And this is this is going to sound combative, but maybe you didn't. Like, I feel like you have to drink. She brought wa- me another one. Remember? Oh, that's I, you didn't even drink water before you went to bed. No, I was drinking it at the mm, club. There's your mistake. I feel mm. like okay, right? So we went to uh, Funny Bone on Saturday. Great show. That was fucking funny. Joe Mackey. Yeah. So fucking funny. Oh, that was great. I laughed almost until I cried at some of his jokes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did a double date, uh, Amanda Mm -hmm. and me and you and Joe. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we had a a few buckets of beer. So we were letting loose. Yeah. And right, we were at least alternated, right? We had two cups of water. But Stacey, I I feel like the older you get, the higher the ratio has to be. Oh, I should be drinking like gallons then. Well, that's what I mean, though. Water. I mean,. I'm at like a four to one ratio right now if I'm going to feel any semblance of okay. Oh, the next I day. did a two to three ratio. Less water than beer? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> that's where you're. Yes, you had water past your lips. Mm. But like, I'm to the point, and it's not fun, but like, if I'm going to bed and I've had more than two drinks, I'm drinking water until I'm uncomfortable. Then I take a breather and then I drink more. Like, you have to almost like. It's like frog wah force feeding a goose to make their liver all weird or whatever it is you do with that. It's like you got to do the same thing with yourself in water. Frog water? Yeah, you got to frog water it. Okay, got it. And I'm mostly saying Stuff this. your liver with that water. Yes. Almost until, what's it, hydro, how do you drown by drink? You can internally right. drown? Hydrolysis? No, that's like you sweat too much. No, it's, um, it's really, it's like water... It's it's a really silly name, but it's a horrible thing. You die. It's like you... water asphyxiation or oh, something. Gee. All right, we'll, we'll avoid the aquafixiation. Are we googlings? Yeah, because horribly, I know I learned about this because of a. Oh, it's infamous now. Yeah, yeah. the uh, famous radio contest in Sacramento. Hold your wee for a wee. I was just thinking about that the other day for some Me reason. Too. Probably because I was force feeding myself water because I didn't want to be hungover the next day. Water intoxication. 
And you die. Yes. Beer because intoxication. Because you don't have enough salt. You need, like, salt will save you. Beer intoxication just means you're having fun. Water intoxication means you're dead. Yeah. Oh, so, like, if you had, like, a... Like, the problem with that contest, the reason that it was so horrible was because nurses were calling the radio station saying, hey, she needs to eat. She needs to have some... Oh, like people were warning them while it was happening. Yes. Ooh, that's bad. Yes. Uh, well, speaking of dangerous things, although it's a, it's a controlled environment. Oh, are you going to talk about that gigantic thing? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I forgot. We do have to talk about that gigantic thing. I was about to say, because uh, I saw Brady outside, but right, he'll have to hold on for a second. That uh, reaction- he, Or eight seconds. Oh, is that a bull riding joke? It was. Our crust crawl is continuing. That's where we're trying to find the best uh, New York style pizza in St. Louis. And of course, Stacy, in her ever loving uh, uh, kindness, suggested. My sense of fun? Is that what you're referring to? I wear a skin tight spandex Ninja Turtle costume to every professional pizzeria that we visit because it is. Cowabungas, how we're rating this. One out of ten. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Cowabungas. They love pizza. I love pizza. Right. You see the connection. Didn't see the connection of wearing, literally, the legs of this costume stop mid-shin. The great thing, well, is it great? I'm not sure that's the right word. The thing about this costume is that you put it on, and I was like, my God, I can see. I know exactly what kind of underwear you're wearing. Your underwear seams mm-hmm. through your spandex. Many layers. Many layers. Many layers. I, uh, I could I, still see it. I told you I've been I've been red hot chili peppersing it in, yeah. the, in the front. I'd like to tell you, just so you know, so you're not uncomfortable around me, I do avert my eyes. I'm not trying to see anything, but I just couldn't help it that one time. Just so you know, mm-hmm. and no offense, it's not about you. <laughs> It's about the world. You are a small drop in the ocean. I'm in public. I'm crossing streets. I know. I mean, I understand that, but I just wanted you to, you know, just know that I'm not like trying to see any. Thanks. I guess. Why? <laughs> I'm going to file it under the things that at least need to needed to be said. But I appreciate it. I guess. I have some information about Napa cabbage. Speaking of things that don't need to be said. <laughs> What? Just random things that don't need to be said. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> no, but, we don't need to. That right. was it. That was okay. the whole joke. But your reaction was to the slice of pizza that we got at Racanelli's, and it wasn't even as big as the one I took home. These things are, well, hey, we're on the podcast. Fucking massive. It was Holy literally shit, they're the, so big. You took home a quarter of a gigantic pizza, they, and that was two pieces. They probably don't want me to say this, but if you're going to Racanelli's, don't order a small pizza. Order two slices because it filled up a small pizza box and it was six dollars. Yeah, it was so. T- that's the other thing we were talking about this uh, when we were at another pizzeria. That pizza seems to be getting sh- like more and more expensive. Like mm-hmm. I'm just buying two cheese slices, one for me, one for you, and it's between like eight and eleven dollars. Right. Wherever. Oh, what six dollars? And the biggest slices we've so had. big and so good. This is what. They were good. As far as New York style pizza goes, this is literally as spot on, on the nose, perfect as you can get. Amanda said, well, does that mean you like it more than Pie Guy? And I said, don't ask me to choose between my children. I understand. Like, Pie Guy might be 
a half a percent less New York style. They do a sourdough crust, but that is fucking delicious. Mm. And I will eat that every day of my life. I don't care. I have to tell I you, I can't that choose until you started taking me on this crust crawl with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand pizza. <laughs> like I just ate pizza and I thought <laughs> I liked some of it and I didn't like others. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that there were so many different types and it's like, Yes, because where I grew up, round table was a big thing, and you go in and you can order regular, thin, or pan crust, right? So that's what I grew up with, and I I just didn't realize that they were variations of styles of pizza. Right, you even recently learned that you can order pizza by the slice from certain places. That was new for you. Yeah, that's not a thing. That wasn't a thing where I grew up. Have you refined your pizza palette? Have you found things that you realized you like or didn't like based on new terms like underscorch? leoparding that's when there's a burn bubbles on top due to a high temperature one of the funny things is that i i was a single mom and i didn't have any money and so on the rare occasion when we got pizza or something like that i made sure to order the thick crust because it's way more filling so i'm like yeah fill up so i always just got the thick crust pizza and i do like it i'm a i'm a fan of bread i shudder what why do you like focaccia? Yeah, bread. I like bread too, but I don't like. I don't want it to get in the way of my pizza. See, here's where you're probably gonna shoot me some daggers from your eyeballs. Um, More than earlier on yeah. the show, when someone called and said, "I went to Chicago to eat pizza. Don't be mad at me." And you replied for both of us, "We don't care. That's fine." And then after you gave me that look, I was like, "Well, I don't care. Jonah cares." Yeah, there we go. Um, the thing is that there are different types of pizza, and I think I like most of them. I like thin crust pizza. I like thin crust pizza. I liked the Racanelli's pizza yesterday. That was amazing. Amazing. But then there are other pizzas that I guess are like uh, craft pizzas or something that I'm not a huge fan of. And I think that you made me realize that it's like a Neapolitan pizza. Is that what you called it? Yeah, that's the one that's smaller and definitely floppy. And if you were to use a fork and knife, it would be on that pizza. Yeah, Yeah, like the crust didn't hold up the toppings and there weren't many toppings anyway. And it just felt like an appetizer rather than a pizza. And I do, I, I guess I need to also state for the record that I also love most pizza. And this is specifically a New York style search, so that's why we're being so specific. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are obviously other pizzas I love. I mean, I know, like, the first pizza I got introduced to in St. Louis, it's a franchise, but it was the one in, in St. Louis that I love was Dewey's. And that's not New York style, but it's freaking, it's so good. Mm. But then, right, there's other kinds, like the thicker crust or the Sicilian style, just not my style. Uh, the St. Louis style, the, the cracker, the thin cracker crust. crust squares, I'm not, not a fan for of me, that one. But since I'm from New York, I'm a little bit biased. All now, right. this internet says that this internet. Neapolitan pizza is actually like a margarita pizza. How do you mean? Well, yeah. That it's tomatoes and mozzarella cheese. And just, ne- oh, because it's from Naples or ne- yeah, Napoli, exactly. rather? Yeah, huh. So I do like that. But it's the small center toppings and the huge crust yeah, like, that oh, I'm yeah, not so a fan of. They name you five amazing toppings and there's like one slice of pear, one piece of arugula, exactly. and then like empty space and they're like $27, please. Yes, those are the ones that I'm not a huge fan of. They could suck it. All right. Suck it. So PBR, Professional Bull Riders, they're in town mm-hmm. this weekend. And as of six seconds ago, we have a very special guest in the studio. 
Brady Sims, thanks for being here. Yeah. You, my friend, my new friend, a professional bull rider, you get on these beasts until they throw you to the ground. That's right. For fun and money. That's right. <laughs> How long have you been doing this? Uh, you know, I've been kind of doing the rodeo deal and getting on, you know, bulls and, well, everything else since I was about five years old, you know. I started out on sheep and then went to calf riding and then went to steer riding, junior bulls, and then on to big bulls. It is one of the cutest things to see the sheep I'm rodeos at the, at the county fairs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Seeing those little buggers hold yeah. on for dear life as yeah. those sheep go like two miles an hour. Yeah, well, they get no, it. some of them go about 90 mile an hour. I can promise you. <laughs> they get riled up. Oh, yeah, them some guns will freaking straight get it because that's <laughs> that's what happened to me. You know, my first one that I went on or I got on, you know, it wasn't it, a buddy of mine asked me if I wanted to go mutton busting. I was like four or five, you know, no idea what he was talking about, but I thought it rhymes. So yeah, not, I was do like, it. man, it sounds cool. Whatever. Let's do it. So he goes and I go with him and I, I you know, I get on a sheep. I thought, oh man, this ain't going to be nothing. You know, I'll just hang on to him. We'll be good. We'll get off. Everybody will have fun. <laughs> and he darted out of there, man, and rolled me right off the back. Holy Landed hell. right on the back of my head, got up crying. You know, the only thing that's changed, I don't cry every time now, but <laughs> still hit the ground. <laughs> just occasionally. We had him, uh, we originally started the show in Northern California, so the Sonoma County Fair has all kinds of different mm-hmm. rodeos. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw those kids looking like the Michelin men with oh, like, yeah. the huge hockey helmet <laughs> and all that, like, how are they even going to move? Uh, but I guess yeah. really the. Only, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the one and only goal is to just not fall off. Yeah, that's just it. Hold on until it's over. Yep, simple as that, man. As long as as long as you just ride them all the way out there with the other group of you know sheep, you're good to go. How long do you have to stay on a sheep? Is it the same as uh, a bull? I know. I, I don't. I really don't think there's a time limit. I think they're kind of pretty lenient to them. Ah, got yeah. it. Because you're just learning. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, I think they get a score no matter what, but it just reflects on you know how long you did stay on them reflects into your scores. So, okay. Yeah. So people can see you this weekend. You'll be at Enterprise Center. My favorite name. For for the PBR event, Unleash the Beast. That's right. And these beasts are giant. I mean, these bulls are, well, they're like a, a ton. Yeah, I mean, like probably your average bull on the on the PBRs will only be like 1,500, 1,600 pounds. Oh, but, that's it? Yeah, but then, I mean, you do get the ones that are the big beefy ones that yeah. are 2,000 plus pounds. What was it like? I mean, obviously there's a difference, but what... The first time you made the switch from like a calf to like your first big bull, can you can you remember that feeling? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember. I was scared shitless. What I was. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was sitting there shaking and and you know it wasn't even. It, the funniest thing is, you know, looking back on it now, the first bull I got on was actually like a, a stunted bull. Like he was just wasn't very big you know what i mean he, he didn't grow into full size uh-huh. but he had these big old set of down horns on him and mm-hmm. the nose ring and you know i just remember i was like i don't know probably 10 9 and i you was get just, on those that young yeah yeah and i, I just remember being so freaking scared like, yes but not i mean well scared yeah i would say but nervous at the same time Heck uh-huh. yeah. and i really didn't want to do it like once i started climbing down on him i was like man i, I really don't think i, I don't think I it's a good idea this decision yeah like instantly and uh i remember i was sitting there and i had my wrap and uh he sat he sat there and he threw his head back and his horn hit me right in the knee and then i really thought man this is a bad choice like <laughs> oh we shouldn't have done this you know but then i just slid up and i just nodded like i normally would and heck he jumped out there two jumps and i just kind of fell off because i was just still so so yeah. shocked by what was going on and then once i hit the ground i got up and i thought well that wasn't that bad 
I was like, that was pretty dang easy right there. I should have rode him, you know? Yeah. So that's, I think I got on him seven more times that day. We just kept running him back in, back in again. My my diet version of that is like climbing up on the tall rock <laughs> yeah. at the pond to jump off of. And as soon as you get off, you're like, yeah. what yeah. the hell? But yeah, you break the ice. You do that first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Please I'll don't jump yeah. into ponds with ice on them, no, Jonah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No, it was broken the first time. <laughs> oh, got that, it. That, that was the thing. It's funny because I was thinking uh, that that reminds me of the first time I went water skiing. Mm-hmm. I was so scared to fall right. that I just held on and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to let go. Come back yeah. and get me. She still holds the record at Lake Sonoma <laughs> for being on there for 40 minutes because yeah. she never wanted to let go. I couldn't move the next day because I was so tired. Oh, I bet. I bet. It's the same thing though, you know, but once you did, then... You're yeah. like, well, heck, that ain't that bad. I can do it. Yeah. So, so what happens when you're done riding a bull? Like, do you always run. do you always fall off to get away, or does he ever go back into the cage and you get off of him? How does that work? No, I mean, like, you know, whenever whenever you hear that eight second buzzer, which we kind of also know in our head, anyways, when that eight second buzzer's coming, mm-hmm. and what you'll do is like you you ride through the buzzer, obviously, because you don't want to get in the habit of getting off too early, because right. then you do that, you know, you're gonna start losing a bunch your money so we we make sure to make the whistle and then you let the bull keep bucking until you feel like you're in control enough to go ahead and and get off of him whenever you want to wow sometimes i mean every now and again though you're gonna be in a in a little bit of a bind you know and you're gonna you're you're not gonna have a choice when you get off but right most most generally what you try to do is you ride them to a point where you feel safe and where you feel like you're in control of the get off and then you get away clear and sometimes you know some of them are mean some of them will come after you probably i would say 70 percent of them are just gonna leave you alone Hmm. but then you do have that you know 30% 30% that would try to hunt you down. So yeah. as soon as you do hit the ground, like, I mean, no matter what, no matter if they've never hooked somebody in their life or if they've hooked everybody, you still get up the same and get to the fence the same as quick as you can. There's still a wild animal. Yeah, exactly. We're, uh, do you have any close calls in, in your career so far? Oh, yeah, man. I, you know, you've been, you get hooked, hit with horns, you know, stepped on, you get all that stuff. Oh, ah, so how, what, how do you know you're good at bull riding? Is it just like, Dan, that that boy doesn't let go. You should do this for your job. And, uh, and then you say, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really know exactly. I, I, that's, I've never asked Because here you are as that. a professional. You got, yeah. you got your name embroidered on that PBR yeah. jacket. Like, yeah. you're here. I've never been asked that, honestly. I, I've never really thought about it, I don't guess. I mean... I don't know what makes you just kind of think or believe that you're good at it. I guess riding a bunch of bulls and winning money, you know, you start to <laughs> start to sit there and think, well, maybe I might be a little bit good oh, at this. I got, you know? I'm literally getting paid yeah, to do this. Yeah, He's the 27th best in the world. That's right. Like, you're good at it. And rising. And here's an idea for you. If you ever need some extra money, you can just uh, scam people at local bars that's right. and do little bets on the mechanical <laughs> that's bull. That's right, yeah. Is that like, is that like uh, the teacup ride at the fair for you? Like, Is, is that uh, like the most bo- boring thing in the world? Yeah, and I mean, we, honestly, us professionals or any, anybody that really rides bulls, we don't ever get on them things. Yeah. Because it's, it's, so, it's so different from a real one. And I've been hurt more times on them mechanical bulls than I have on a real one. Yeah, they can make the operators can make those mechanical yeah, bulls do, do things that wacky. are unnatural, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> unnatural stuff, and that that's whenever you get in trouble, you know, and get hurt and all that because they're making them jerk different directions mm-hmm. all the time. And yeah, it's just it, I promise you, I've been hurt more times on them than a real one. And what about I've, the rodeo clowns? You guys have those guys? Uh, well, yeah, we call them bullfighters. Oh, yeah. that's better. Yeah, oh. yeah because they're they're cowboy lifesavers is what they are. I mean, I was going to say like that that job. 
you think about a guy getting on a bull, that's kind of oh, yeah. nuts. But these dudes are, no, no, we're we're going to be yep. on the ground yep, yep. trying to make sure that the cowboy doesn't yeah, get hurt. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what they do. Like, if they put their self in a position that a lot of times, you know, whenever they actually do have to come in and do something, they're going to get run over. Like, that's just, there's Jeez. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, they're going to get run over. And the only thing is, hopefully he just rolls right over the top of him, and then he can get back up to his feet, you know, and go again. But that's their whole job is they take the shot to make yeah. sure that we can get up and walk away. It's almost like a stunt on a movie set. Like, when someone goes to punch you, you know you hit you duck down right before yep. it hits you, and you kind of roll away. Yep, yep. Oh, my but, God, scary. Yeah, then that's the thing is that they make sure that, that we don't get touched. You know, that they make sure that if... if if it comes down to us or them, it's going to be taking a hit. They they make sure it's going to be them. Do they get uh, Christmas presents from the bull riders? Oh yeah, that, we, <laughs> we we praise them quite a bit. I mean they're they're amazing. Sim- I mean simply amazing. Do you work with the same ones all the time, or do they come with the venue, or how does that uh, no, work? No, they're actually yeah with the PBR. So like we we actually vote on the four bullfighters that we want there. Oh, so, fantastic! Yeah, all the all the riders come together at the end of the year, and everybody votes on who we want there next year. And then those guys, they'll be at three at an, at an event at a time, and then there'll be one guy that'll be, you know, say, sitting out this weekend at home. Mm-hmm. Well, then the next weekend, say, if one of them gets soared up, well, then they call the guy that was sitting at home last weekend, and he comes in, the other guy goes home for a weekend. Okay. So they're kind of constantly swapping around and being fresh, you know, yeah. to where that they can protect us the best. I got to say, I'm loving this language. It's almost like uh, in the military where it's like a, a hostile target is like the nicest <laughs> way of saying what you're dealing with. So far, it's you don't have a choice sometimes when you get off the bull. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, sword up yeah. can mean so many different things. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's so there's a. I mean, that's a pretty elite job. Then if they're oh, yeah. working with PBR, only four people a year mm-hmm. tour with you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty big honor, really. I mean, they, for real. And you know, they they dang sure get paid for. I don't think they get paid enough for what they do. You know, I don't think there's any amount of money that anybody could pay me to just go yeah. ahead and take a hit from a bull. Right. I even ride them, and I don't want to get hit by one. You know. So, one time I played goalie. Uh, in a soccer game and when the whole other team turned and started running toward me I tell you I was scared if that was a bull yeah. I don't think oh, I I'm would the biggest stay one. Yeah. when I played goalie at school we had tires that were the goals when people weren't looking I'd pull them closer and closer together so I had less to worry about and I was like if I just stand here will this be alright and then yeah that was the last time I played soccer huh. so you you guys tour around the country mm-hmm. doing this, and you, you're a Kansas City guy, so you didn't have to go too far. No, no. That's one of the events that I didn't have to go far at all. Did, oh, sorry. What's ahead? like For someone who's never been to an event like this before, why should they come out? What's like the fun part about it? Well, I mean, it all sounds fun, but the Pretty fun much is- what, I, what I kind of explain it as to everybody is it's a rock show with bull riding in it. That's pretty <laughs> that much amazing. That's pretty much it. Because I mean, that at the very beginning, you know, there's going to be booms and pyro and fire, flames, sparklers, and then obviously the top 35 bull riders in the world are going to be there. And okay. then there's going to be about a hundred bulls here, and those are going to be the top 100 bulls oh in the gosh. world. On top of that, so I mean, there's going to be nonstop action right there. Well, then at the same time, there's there is an entertainer, you know, the actual funny man that's going to be out there, oh. and he'll be entertaining. So if there's a if there's a dead spot, say a bull doesn't want to get out of the arena, or say if uh, maybe if somebody's having trouble in the shoots, or heaven forbid one of us get hurt, and he needs to just kind of entertain, do something for the dead dead space there, then he'll do that, you know, and he's very entertaining. And then, I mean, shoot, we got the best bullfighters, the best guy on horseback, safety man. So, I mean, it's 
man, it's just it's such a fun show, and it's great for the kids. Everybody's gonna love it. It's it's and I, heck, I, hey, I go to these things every single weekend, and I still find myself watching them and laughing at you know Flint's jokes, the the entertainers. <laughs> I mean, you just I, I love them. I, I can't help it. Do you have an entrance song? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Whenever I'm in the shoot, I've got a it's ACDC song actually. Yeah, Whiskey on the Rocks. Nice. That's what it is. Get you pumped up. Yeah, well, you can't really hear it. Like you're kind of you're kind of no, in, in your the, zone. Yeah, you're kind of in the zone. You can't really hear it, but I can just only imagine how cool it must sound. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real, that's a true entertainer. Right? You're doing it for other people. That's right. So, where you said the top 35 are on the are on the tour, mm-hmm. and obviously you're on the tour. Yep. When when did you crack that, and and what was that like? Uh, you know, I I actually whenever I was 18. Yeah, so so immediately. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I was eighteen, I ended up. Being I asked. On there. Sorry to interrupt. I asked you how you knew that you were good. Yeah, he knew when he was eighteen. <laughs> Everyone was telling him, like, "Listen, you're going on tour." Yeah. So you, thankfully, so, it just yeah, go, happened. Go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, it, once I was eighteen, I got on, and then I stayed on. Whenever I was uh, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and twenty. I think 22, I actually ended up, I had my, my head up where my sun don't shine, and I uh, ended up getting kicked off tour there for one year, and it kind of really opened my eyes. I was like, dang, you know, like maybe I'm not untouchable. So wow. then after that, it was it was a real struggle to get my mind back right, you know, to get back on. Mm-hmm. Well, then in 2017, I got back on, but uh, it was like in April that year, so I finally got back on tour, and then in April that year, I broke my leg. So oh, gosh. then it put me out all for an ev- during an event. Yeah, you have a Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yep, I oh, was wow. I got on a ah uh, kind of a sorry boy. I don't like him. I've been on him four times. I can say that. So, but uh, he he went out there a few and a lot further than normal. About seven and a half seconds, he pulled me down into the well, which is the inside of the spin, and uh, my spur got hung in the rope. and just twisted my leg and broke it i mean Ah, pretty good the power of those animals yeah so then i was i was out for all the 17 and then uh, my third event back in 2018 from my broken leg i tore my groin off my pelvis so then i had to go get that reattached so we'll do that to you too yeah yeah so then 2019 last year i only could go for about oh six months of the year and hell, I still ended up making the finals. So I, then I was like, "Man, all right, now we're now, now we're, we're back on track. Let's let's keep going." So you said a uh, when you when you say a sorry bull, does that mean he's a jerk? Like what? Uh, what does that mean? You know, like he'll do he'll pull a switchblade on you. You know, he'll do about <laughs> anything he can to get you off. And he's he, a, he, a bad bad temperament. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't care. You know, like a lot of bulls, they'll. I mean, I know, I know they're an animal, but a lot of them will have a kind of a half ass set pattern to where you can. You can kind of know, like, oh, yeah, he's going to go left here, or he's going to go right, or this bull always goes left and then right. Well, with him, some days he'd be to the left, some days he'd be to the right. Some days he'd take off down the middle of the arena and get you kind of strung out and then turn back because he knew he had you. And that's what that's what happened to me on that last time I got on him. Oh, wait. So I've seen it. I haven't been to a live PBR event. I mm-hmm. used to watch it on TV, and you hear the announcers talk about, like, a good bull or bull that riders like. Right. And, like, Where's that mix? Because you want an exciting ride. Right. The fans oh, yeah. want to see something oh, good, yeah. but you also don't want a bull to pull a switchblade on. Right. So what's a good bull? You know, uh, it's kind of like, uh, oh, I don't know. I, th- I think of like the Miami Dolphins team, you know, with Larry Zonka and, and those guys on it is you knew exactly what play they were going to run. They were going to run it right down your throat. And if you can stop it, great. And if not, 
Hey, we're gonna beat you, but so give me give me hell, but at least I know what the yeah, hell is. Exactly, I'm get. exactly. So they're just telegraphing everything that they were gonna do, and they'd still go beat you. Well, that's the same way with bulls. Like a lot of them bulls that do have a set pattern that really do buck hard, there is no tricks to them. You know exactly what their play is gonna be, and they go out there and they buck the exact same every time. And hey, if you're good enough, ride me. If not, maybe next time. And sorry about your groin. And sorry about the groins, yeah. <laughs> when I shook your hand, uh, the only people that I felt that grip from before were uh, professional firefighters. So you, obviously, <laughs> you guys have to hold on hard. Do you do like extra... I, I always hate myself ask. to ask this question because when I used to scoop ice cream in the summer, the one joke was, man, your left arm must be way big. <laughs> do you do you find that, do you like do extra other arm stuff? Because you're holding on with the same arm each time, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I ride left-handed actually whenever I whenever I ride. So that, that one was my weak hand. But yeah. Yeah. I sh- you, all right. Well, I'm not shaking the other <laughs> hand then. Are you, are, you, are you left-handed? No, I'm right-handed dominant, but I, I ride left-handed. I don't know why. It just feels comfortable. Let's get it in and hold on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, but I, it's, it's one of them things too where you kind of just get uh uh i don't know what do you call it conditioned us i suppose mm-hmm. to do it you know just like just like any other sport you know and after a while you 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 have muscles built up that you didn't really even know you were building but they i mean that's just what you use every time when you ride bulls and i promise you one thing you, if you take say a month off and you come back and get on a bull there's stuff that hurts that you've never even knew that you had muscles there you oh know, i bet the first time i went we rode a horse once and <laughs> we felt it and it wasn't for very long yeah. and we didn't have to hold on very tightly but i was like i don't use those muscles yeah, very often apparently exactly. <laughs> but one time i tried wakeboarding i couldn't stand up so the whole day was me holding on a uh-huh. thing and getting pulled off i couldn't make a fist for yep. two days oh. Yep. Like, oh this is this is what i need to have in order to be <laughs> successful oh, yeah. i don't have it exactly <laughs> So do you know who you're riding yet? Is that a lottery? Uh, or? Yeah. we. Uh, what happens, you know, is normally we get the draw, like, say, on Wednesday night. So we'll get the draws for the weekend on Wednesday night. And I, I normally don't look at it but because I really don't care. I mean, you know, you got to you gotta not have a game plan going in. You got to keep your mind empty to where that you can just react, you know, because yeah. it is, even though they might have a set pattern, it is still a game of reaction. They could switch it up any time. So, so you're almost like in a zen state in a, in a yeah, way, just yeah. letting it come to One you. Yeah, that's ball. pretty much it. I just tell myself it's going to be good, you know, whatever it is. I'm going to draw good this weekend, go ride good, and I just leave it at that. He'll show up and go ride good. That's awesome. Well, you can see it in person, Enterprise Center, Saturday and Sunday, uh, or both days if you want. Take yeah. st- starting at 15 bucks for such a big event, too, is, uh, I mean, that's a, a way you deal. can take the whole family. Exactly, exactly. And make sure to bring the whole family. They're going to love it. And you guys are going to put on a quite a show. We're going to we're gonna make them scream. Brady, <laughs> thank you so much for being with yes, us. Yes, sir. And uh, great. Do you, do you get, what's the proper thing to say to someone who's about to ride a ball? Uh, just good luck. Good that's luck is yeah, all right. Just keep right. it simple. Before, <laughs> before I said it, I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me.